This is exactly right. <sighs> We're finally doing a live I Said No Gifts, and I'm inviting you. This thing is going to be wonderful. Some very special guests, gift giveaways, and I'll probably get a haircut the day before so I look really nice. It's June 26th at Dynasty Typewriter, right here in gorgeous Los Angeles, California. That's right, Los Angeles, the home of several Target stores. And if you can't be in LA, we'll also be live streaming the whole show. Tickets are very limited, so go to DynastyTypewriter.com as soon as possible. clear when you're a guest in my home you gotta come to me empty-handed I said no gifts your presence is presence enough and I already had too much stuff so how do you dare disobey me Welcome to I Said No Gifts. I'm Bridger Weiniger. We are in the backyard. The police are roaring around the city. The neighbors recently stopped mowing their lawn. The local elementary has stopped whatever noise they were making. Whoever was screaming has stopped screaming. Um, but, you know, there's going to be a, you know, a, a bevy of noises, a cornucopia of noises today, and that's fine. Things uh, new since the last podcast, the bug bites, the mysterious bug bites, turned out to be nothing. Uh, I've been on vacation, and I think that's... Oh, and we're not on strike anymore, at least the Writers Guild, which is incredible. What a feeling. What an absolute feeling. I'm flying. And I love today's guest. I really adore this man. It's Jimmy Pardo. Jimmy Welcome to I Said No Gifts. Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, can I, can I, uh, it seems like you talk very openly about things in your life. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to share, uh, only so that I can get this out of my head. Let's hear So it. that I don't uh, then regret leaving here by not saying this. Okay. You mentioned you had some flooding. Oh, yeah. And I still just steamroll into what I wanted to talk about. And I feel so so guilty about that, that I want to <laughs> let you know that I did, I heard you. And I, and I, I feel awfully for you that you had some flooding. I'm glad you just blew past it because for, you know, from January till the end of March, the beginning of this podcast was me just essentially complaining about my home being full of water. Okay. Um, and I've told everyone within your shot yeah. that my house is flooding. Um, so it kind of feels nice for someone to just be like, let's talk about the sink in the bathroom. I Well, I was so thrilled to see that sink. You know that <laughs> uh, as we talk about off the air. But I did not, again, I for my own peace of mind, did not want the, uh, did you get a sump pump? How did you get oh, rid of the, uh, my God. I know you've talked about well, this at Well, you know sump pumps. That's, uh, how do you know about sump pumps? Well, I grew up in, where we had a basement in the Ooh. suburbs of Chicago. And so I think every house had a sump pump. Okay, sump, wait, right. Sub, sump pump. Yeah, I think it's a sump pump. S-U-M-P? I, yeah, I think so. I think it's one of those things you kind of just mumble and hope that people just are like, 100%. oh, he knows what he's talking about. Oh, I don't know what a sump pump is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but we would hear it occasionally, like it would do its own work. Right, in it's case... a little robot, essentially, yeah, yeah, yeah. that recognizes when water's there. Yeah. We left a hole where the work was done in case we need one next winter we're gonna we did some work blah 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 
they left a hole and they're like, well, if this work doesn't happen, it doesn't work, get the sump pump. Okay. I'm praying to God that I don't have more flooding because I emotionally, I, I mean, I'm hanging by a thread at all times. Whenever it starts raining, oh no, every, I'm so tense. It feels like my back is going to break. Yeah. So, so that hurricane that we uh, were, that were, we were warned about, mm-hmm. that, which is really was just a bad storm. Yeah. Bad and, storm. And one for us to be aware of, but, uh, did that bring any flooding? It didn't, but... Then that's a win. Well, but it was only raining for what? What would you say, a day? Yeah, but a day of <laughs> of heavy rain. Yeah, but last winter it was like a week of that's, rain. It, that is true. So until it's rained for 48 hours straight, I'm not I'm not going to count on anything. Okay. And the, the big fear now is, you know, my boyfriend, Jim. I do know. Jimmy Smagula. Yes, he's going to... He will be living in New York during the winter... And so I'm going to be here alone. Oh, no. Just kind of... Uh, the Wading around ankle deep in water? <laughs> yeah. And I I'm not strong enough. I, it, it requires two people. I, I Who knows what's going to happen to me? It's really... I might have to bring a lodger in or something. Have somebody come stay with me. What word did you to, use? Lodger. A lodger? Yeah, someone who kind of just lodges in the house, you know? I, yes, I've never, I've never heard that word before, nor have I heard it used in that context. <laughs> Uh, we, what would we call them growing up? I'm, let me, that, before, before we get deep into this thing, I'm on a medication Ooh. that is affecting my memory. Oh, interesting. Which is great for comedy. <laughs> and, um, uh, in fact, we're doing a, 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 a an experiment on my, my award-winning podcast, Never Not Funny, where, uh, in September I did not take Prevision. Okay. And we kept track of how many times I could not remember something. Right, right. And starting October 1st, I'm going to start Prevision. Okay. You're, you're familiar with Prevagen? I'm not. What is it? What is it's this that for? Off, it's, it's an over-the-counter thing, which I'm 99% sure is snake oil. <laughs> I'm sure it's nothing. But you know what? Why not? For the fun of the show, I'll take this pill. Why not? And what, what if all of a sudden I remember everything? Experiment like I've murdered. <laughs> um, but uh, so, so I don't remember the word uh, uh, of somebody that would, uh, like Fonzie with the Cunninghams was a... Um, oh, he was like, or um, like Charles. Well, Charles in charge was the uh, babysitter or whatever. Yeah, who just lived in the basement. This is like when you have a. Uh, oh, I mean, bills are tough. We're we're taking on a. Um, you use the word lodger. A renter? No, like no, a, uh, a, a, a not a barter, but a, uh, a but a. There's a great word for this. Wow, oh, I I've ruined your is. show. I've ruined your day. <laughs> I mean, God bless you. My memory's just shot, and I'm not on a medication that affects oh. my memory. So, Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Did you get? Did you have co- the COVID? Did you? I have had COVID. They're claiming that COVID can also be uh, something that affects your memory. Of course, I've heard this. I've had. I know people who've this has happened to. My memory was shot before. COVID. You already had trouble. So, but I, you're young. Why would? Why? I don't know what's wrong with my brain. I maybe it's too much caffeine consumption. Do you think that has something to do with it? Because I drink a lot of caffeine. I know. And I, took I it, made it very personal. Yeah, I mean, you've got a Coke Zero right there. I that, just had two coffees. That a boy. I'm uh, just rattled, uh, <laughs> but that's got to be the only thing. That's the, that's the only unnatural thing in my life. Or I was just cursed with a bad brain. Could be that. I will say I have a good memory for like minor details that are worthless in the past. Yes. Anything that I need to actually count on, forget it. So provision, is that what it's called? Prevision. Prevision. Interesting. Prevision. What is prevision supposed to do for you? It's supposed to improve your memory, and according oh, to their to commercials, improve. okay. Uh, yeah, it's not going to make it worse. <laughs> Who would take a pill to make their memory worse? I thought you were saying you were taking prevision, I, and the side effect was memory loss. No, no. 
I am not taking, uh, I don't, I, I, this is embarrassing and, and I'm not doing a hacky joke. I don't remember which medicine it is that I'm on that's affecting my memory. <laughs> I take a lot of pills. Um, right. And uh, for my various aches and pains that all came in July, 2020. I don't know what happened. Oh, interesting. Uh, I think my body was just so tense being locked up that mm-hmm. then it reacted in a way where everything went wrong. And as of July, 2020, had you had COVID? No, I didn't get it until July 2022. Okay, so this was all just some other garbage going oh, on. Oh, this was you. just, I th- again, I think just uh, stress and tension mm-hmm. of the lockdown. Right. And um, yeah, my body just did not react well to th- I I have to assume it was that. I'm not an expert. Uh, but they, they discovered that other than a bulging disc in my back, I really had nothing wrong with me. Interesting. But that didn't stop me from going to the ER about seven times. Seven, is that true? Minimum seven times. Seven times. In, in between January of 2020 and today. You've been to the ER seven minimum times? Minimum seven times. What are you saying to them? Like, what are you saying? I, I would go in and I would tell them, this is what's happening. And they would do CAT scans uh-huh. and they would do MRIs. And then they would go, well, Mr. Pardo, like we said two weeks ago, there's nothing wrong with you. Oh, and I'd be like, awful. Oh, okay. Well, I'm still laying here in the fetal position crying. There's, oh. some, there's something wrong. I'm in pain. I didn't drive here to say hello to you in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> no, you're hooked on the ER. I, I'm sure there are people that it's are. your cheers. I was not. It's my cheers. <laughs> my son does make fun of me. My son, uh, uh, the, in fact, just yesterday, the pharmacist at the Target that we, my pharmacist is, is in, I walk past and they go, hello, Mr. Pardo. <laughs> and my son just thinks it's hysterical that my pharmacist says hello even when I'm not getting anything. <laughs> I feel like your pharmacist should know. It's so old-fashioned. It is old-fashioned, but we don't live in those times anymore. Well, you've made it your reality. Well, when you're there as often as I am. <laughs> uh, so anyway, no Prevagen. Okay. Starting October 1st, I start That's Prevagen. That's the big experiment. To see, does it work? Oh, like the I commercials claim it will c- work. Please let me know how this I'll works. I'll keep you posted. You know, so they have commercials. It's not like one of these like, kind of crummy vitamins that like has no like market place thing it's like there's actually they're advertising this yes, on tv but so does new. the my pillow guy so i mean i don't know if that's it or if it's so does mcdonald's i, I invest in my pillow you know what you sleep better <laughs> the man has some good ideas <laughs> religiously uh, right, religiously we, everything about this everything guy about is it's solid. he really sings to me um okay prevision i'm gonna look into this it, it's not cheap Oh, it's not cheap. No, it's. I think it's like fifty bucks a bottle. Oh, but you know what? the The show is we're gonna the show is gonna pay for it. Okay, fantastic. It's a, it's a show expense. <laughs> and and what 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 if it works? Oh, well, you'll let me know. Then yes, our lives are both improved. I've got to find a drug for this podcast to pay for. I wonder what that would be. Uh, well, it could be this one. You yeah, said you have bad yeah, memory. I've got, I've got problems. But otherwise, you're in a, you're, you're you look terrific. You've got to be in terrific health. <laughs> I'm. Uh, that's a good question. I mean, I will say. Uh, due to eating two Brazil nuts a day, my cholesterol is lowered. Have you what heard you about drinking? this? What are you eating? Two Brazil nuts a day. This is the podcast for a long time. This is all I talked about. I stopped talking about it. People were probably thrilled, and now I'm talking about it again. Well, listen, two full Brazil disclosure, a day. because I'm so self avowed I don't listen to any other podcast except for my God wife's. God bless you. Uh, and uh, I, I just, uh, I think it's because I've been doing it so long, mm-hmm. I don't need to hear other people doing what I'm doing, if that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. I'd uh, rather listen to music. I would rather listen to music or... For a time, I got really caught up in listening to way too much MSNBC. Oh. And I would just be rage driving and Not just a good like everything, like until I realized, like, oh, oh, you're you're as bad as Fox is, but from a different point of view. Right, right. Uh, I need to find something that's uh, more fair and biased, unbiased. <laughs> um, tell me about these Brazil nuts, and more importantly, why only two a day? Okay. Well, 
2018, 2019, I, my doctor told me my cholesterol was at the high end of normal. Right. That feels like something that starts happening to you when you have grandkids or something. No, it does not. It happens younger. Uh, it happens when you're younger. I mean, certainly to me. So I panicked. Panicked? My therapist at the time, I, I revealed to him this piece of information. He said his husband had high cholesterol, started taking two Brazil nuts a day. It dropped. Cholesterol dropped. I was, of course, skeptical about everything the therapist told me. We've since parted ways. Oh, no, seriously? Uh, uh, yes. I mean, he wasn't horrible, but it was just not – it wasn't. If it the, doesn't the, click, it doesn't click. It didn't click. Uh, he wore some really chunky boots, let's be honest. <laughs> that, that got you? That threw me. It threw me. Two chunky heels on the boots. I was like, It looked like he was going to a Depeche Mode concert at all times, which well. is fine. But, you know, it threw me. I was always thinking about Depeche Mode. Right. Uh, but he recommended the Brazil Nuts. I started taking the Brazil nuts. My cholesterol's normal now. Really? Two a day. And I, I obviously did some research online. I looked, which actually means nothing. That yeah. actually means absolutely nothing. That actually should be a warning sign about the Brazil nuts. But it seems like there have been some serious studies done about Brazil nuts that if you take two, at minimum two a day, or no, I think I feel like it's eight a month is like the- like Eight a month. What they've tested. Well, two a day is 60 a month. Yeah. That's more than eight. Why not do 60? If I would do two do a eight, day. Do, it's a nice little snack. Hey, do you like a Brazil nut? I don't know if I do. You're going to learn. You're going to learn to like a Brazil nut. What's your cholesterol? It is, I'm on a statin. So it is, It is. Uh, I border on high. Border I, on similar high. Similar to you. Okay. But enough where he gave me the statin to, so that uh, I can enjoy foods. Are you eating a lot of red meat? I do eat a lot of red meat, mm -hmm. uh, but that's for other health reasons. Oh, so you're eating that for the iron? Um, I forget why, <laughs> but I do eat a lot of red meats and uh, and chick uh, chickens. Okay. No fish. Um, but you don't eat any fish. I don't. I don't care for it. Will you eat fish if it's presented to you? What do you mean by that? Like in a, if you're at, like a, a dinner party and they're like, all we have is halibut. No. You're not eating it. No way. I'll have. I'll. I'll I, I, no way. Is it? You're a child. <laughs> my child. No way. Um, I no. I don't like it. I don't. Wow. I, no. No. I mean, I, here's here's what's sick. Once a year, I get a fillet of fish. Oh, see, one, and that's the one fish I won't eat. Oh, it's delicious because it's, it's not slathered in mayonnaise. Right, no, or uh, tartar, tartar sauce. sauce. The tartar sauce is doing the heavy lifting. <laughs> I think I think if they just give me a bun with the tartar sauce, I'd be happy. <laughs> um, and then growing up, and I and I still would go like if you said right now, there's a a um, not Arthur Treacher's you ninety year old man. Uh, what is the uh, <laughs> What's the chain, the fish chain? Uh, uh, McDonald's? John C. Oh, John C. Riley? Yeah, John C. Riley's got a fish place. <laughs> There's a fish chain with John, Long John C. Silver. Bond, Long John Silver. If, if you Skippers. said after this, hey, let's go. Let's go. You know what? I, I, since you brought it up, I love Long John Silver. Mm -hmm. Do you want to go? I would probably get the, their, you get two chickens and one fish plank. They serve chicken there? Yeah, it's not that bad. That feels like a bad move at Long John Silver's. Well, they got to cater to the idiots like me who don't want the fish, who go there with somebody that likes the fish. But you would eat the their fish. You like a fried fish. I like a fried fish. A fish and chips. I like a fish and chips. Okay, that makes. I but, mean, everybody likes that. But but not if it's gross. <laughs> it's I I dude. We don't have time to talk about my my uh, my eating weirdnesses. Do you have a hard? Are you you're a picky eater. I'm picky only in that I uh, I don't if I don't like the way something looks I'm out. Wow! I could be I'm easily nauseated. Okay, okay. I also and this is my people are sick of me talking about this. I cannot smell food being cooked. Any food, unless it's like what? barbecue outside, I can. 
But like if if like if I walked into your house and and Smagools was in there uh, cooking something up, cooking up and I smelled it, I would I would have I uh, got nauseated and possibly vomited. Wow. Yeah, I cannot smell food. Your being whole cooked. life, this has been. It happened in the '90s at some point. I remember exactly where I was. I don't remember. I believe they were cooking a bad batch of ground beef. Oh uh, well, I mean, and like rancid meat. I think that oh. I th- that's the only explanation. But I was at this these, this person's home, and again, I don't even know whose home it was, but I was mm-hmm. there, and I remember walking into the kitchen, seeing the mother cooking this, and me going, "Oh!" and then running outside and vomiting on the front oh lawn. God. And since then, it started with I can't smell ground beef being cooked. Right now, it's kind of everything. Hmm. I will say ground beef being cooked is probably my least favorite food smell. It's kind of gross, right? Yeah, it's like get some seasoning or something happening there because right now it just smells like hot grease. It's it's hot grease, and I hot think that's fat. what it was. Let's throw some. I grew up in a very poor household, so we had a lot of hamburger helper. We, oh, sure. And I had no problem with that. Like okay. so, growing up with that was not a problem. Mm-hmm. It was whatever happened in the nineties. What about things being baked? What do you mean by like a cake? A cake, a cookie. Love you it. can handle that. I, I beg you for you. Please give me a fresh cookie. <laughs> okay, that's good to know. It's just the savory meals. Stuff. It's it's mostly the meat. Okay, okay. Meat. I cannot, and I can't see. I, food needs to be a magic trick to me. I can't see. I don't cook at all. This I is cannot me. see. Uh, like, hey, I'm making chicken. I can't see the chicken before it's on my plate done <laughs> what about at a restaurant where the kitchen is like an open kitchen oh we don't do that no no <laughs> yeah that would be a nightmare for you it's a nightmare a pure hell and again this all happened late in life i used to love going to benihana as a kid oh yeah but and they now? do all that right in front of you with their little display and their show forget but it couldn't do that now <laughs> that's i haven't tr- i turned at least i i could i haven't tried the benihana in a while okay maybe doubt but it that feels like a risky move at this point that feels really dangerous. What's the worst that can happen? I you just throw up leave? all over the grill. I think I would. I would. I, th- I don't think. I think I would excuse myself. I don't think I would. <laughs> no, just... I think make the memory. At least the story for the whole restaurant for, for everybody. Everybody, you're never going to guess what happened last night, right? Give everybody a story, and then none of those people will ever be able to smell cooked vomit again. Oh, I, I don't even want. <laughs> I don't even want to hear the words. I'm so sorry if anyone's eating breakfast right now or trying to enjoy anything. Or, I've or really ruined the or day. Dinner, or these two Brazil nuts. <laughs> make, trying, way, make no mistake. On my drive home, I will stop at Sprouts. Get a bag. And get a bag of Brazil nuts. I may even go and get a uh, Brazil. Uh, Brazilian uh, <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if they're actually... Thing. What's that thing called? Uh, a Brazil... Brazilian wax. Wax. Couldn't get, be the word get wax. Get the wax. Get the, get get the, the nuts. nuts. Enjoy your day. It's a good day. It's a Brazilian day. Maybe put on some... Uh, Sergio Mendez? Is that Brazilian? Hit the beach. <laughs> You're ready. You're I'm ready. ready to go. Brazil nuts feel like a good beach snack, actually. I'm recommending that as a beach snack now. <laughs> is that your recommendation? Yes. I'm rec- wow, I need to recommend. As, as if it's a big statement. I'm recommending <laughs> that as a beach snack now. That may be my favorite thing you've ever said. And you've said a lot of things I've enjoyed. Good, good. Well, um, look, Jimmy. Yeah. Well, actually, one other thing I wanted to ask you about. Okay. Leo Fish. Is it true that those were created for Catholics? I don't know the origin of that, but I will tell you, growing up, we would have them every Friday. Yeah. Because growing you up, they were 49 eat... cents. They were cheap. Wow. What a bargain. I'm an old man. That is um, a deal. And so, yeah, we would have those every, because I grew up Catholic. Right. And you can't eat meat on Friday. During Lent. During, oh. Jim's dad, I think, would eat filet of fish every Friday. He might be year-round. Oh. I think my dad's year-round. Wow. With the with the Friday fish. So, I wonder if that's true, that they... 
added that to the menu? I don't know. Does Annalise? It, anybody got Ronald on the blower? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, invented in Cincinnati, Ohio in 1962 in a franchise that saw declining sales on Fridays. Oh. And so it was in a neighborhood that had predominantly a Catholic oh, population. And so to kind of get bring people back into the fold, the McDonald's fold, <laughs> they invented the filet of fish. Yeah. Wow. Can I say this? I'm a professional. I've made my living as a professional broadcaster, whether it be on television or via podcasting. You've got a wonderful voice. Neither of us compares to what that young lady just did. Annalise what a has gorgeous got an excellent voice. voice. Well, Why Annalise is, is she also talking? a singer. Annalise does all sorts of recording. Everything from the vocals. Vocals. I'd a like professional vocalist. What kind of songs do we hear? Does Annalise? What do, what? I, I'll, I can I can like some a new wavy power pop. I'm do listening. Like that's true. Give me an example. Like a yes. Uh, what would you say? You some Alison Moyer? <laughs> oh, um, a little Yaz. I, I am an alto. Um, lately, I've been writing more like 90s kind of... There's I a lot know, of keyboards. There's oh, a yeah. lot of... I want to be clear. I don't want to hear originals. <laughs> I want to hear you do covers. You want to hear Annalise at a wedding. I want to hear songs I know with this beautiful voice. <laughs> That's what I want. Don't go into what I've been writing. Lost interest. Don't care about your process. I want to hear you sing songs I already know. <laughs> do Blondie. Do Telephone Line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on the telephone on repeat. Let me while you have the mic. Can I? And I apologize. I'm not hijacking. <laughs> no, it, I'm but going. I'm going back inside. Did you look it up? What word I was trying to think of about somebody that rents out a room in your house? A border. Found a border. it. Oh, Found a it. Border. Didn't have to. Thank you for your time. Border. Yeah, that's got a lot like a lodger, I believe. Yeah, border. Border, border lodger, Again, renter. Lodger, something you've made up, but. Uh, <laughs> I will stand by that. And again, I that want to be clear. That is a word. That's absolutely a word. I don't, I don't know if it is. You knew what it was as soon as I, I said it. I know what you meant because of the context clues. Well, then I created a beautiful word and I should be, I mean, how do I make money off that? Uh, uh, I guess my, my job. You will not need to make money from it because you'll be, you're going to be rolling a dough from your, uh, your uh, promoting uh, Brazilian nuts. <laughs> again, as a beach snack. As a beach snack. Yeah. Specifically, get your bag of Brazil nuts at uh, Sprouts. That's the perfect place, by the way, to buy a beach nut. Or, no. Oh, interesting. That <laughs> is a nut, never right? Do not buy a beach nut. Buy a Brazil nut. Uh, what if I like beach nuts? Follow up. What's a beach nut? That's a good. That's a real thing, though, that's right? That's the color of a wood that you buy. Like It's one of the choices, <laughs> like when you go to buy a like, prefab that's furniture. Right. Yeah. Isn't or it's it? like the flooring. It's not a real it might not even be a real thing. I've never. It sounds like a real thing. You I get feel the like maple. You get the oak. You get the beech nut. Beech nut. B-E-E-C-H is that something? E C H nut. Double E. Uh, yeah. Annalise is saying yes. And is it a nut? Wow. Have I? And never is it something? Is it a color of furniture? It's got to be a color of furniture. Every nut's probably. You can probably buy an almond couch. Oh, that's a nice color couch. Yeah. What would? Uh, I guess that would be a beigey. Yeah, like a beige. <laughs> be nice. Okay, well, I, I uh, threw us off with the filet of fish. There's something more important we need to talk about. There is? Oh, yes. I was so excited to have you here on the podcast I'm thrilled today. to be here. You know, we met years ago, as discussed on your podcast, yes. at <laughs> the one and only Jeff Franklin's home in insane circumstances. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was thrilled to be on your podcast. I was thrilled to have you here. You're a professional. You've been doing this for such a long time. Mm-hmm. You're, you're one of the original, probably one of the original podcasters, would you say? They call me a pioneer. Incredible. I'm, I'm one, I don't, I mean, at one point they said that I was the first. I certainly was not. Claim it. Uh, no, because if I, the one time I went, yeah, I might have been, I, I got, well, you know you're not, right? Like, okay. Well, then who is? 
I think Adam Curry was the first one. Okay. There was a show out of the on the East Coast called Keith and the Girl that were around a little bit before us. Okay. And then, but Todd Glass put it in his book best. I was the, and this is no disrespect, uh, disrespect to Keith and the Girl. They're wonderful people. Todd Glass said in his book, Jimmy Pardo was the first person you had heard of that right. had a podcast. Right, that's for me. And so I, I will own that. Mm-hmm. So, but I, but I know I was not the first, but I was certainly, I mean, we started in 2006. We were there pretty early on. Wild. Yeah. I feel like I was working at the Apple store at the time and you guys <gasps> were probably, you know, we were they were trying one. to promote podcasts. Yeah. And I was, yeah, at the time I was like, I don't know what we're talking about here. I'll put music on my iPod. Leave me alone with You don't want the podcasts. talking? You don't want the, you don't want the beautiful sound of my voice talking I, about I, 80s music? What a music? mistake I made. What a mistake. I could have. You lost a lot of years. Been, we could have become, uh, you would be my friend from afar, like podcasters are, yes. for decades. And then this would be a scary interview. Oh, that'd be very frightening. But luckily, uh, that, luckily you didn't listen to me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so exactly. uh, we're able to meet as human beings. Exactly. Um, but okay, so we've confirmed you're a professional. Sure, I was that's excited confirmed. to have you here. All right. The podcast is called I Said No Gifts. Yeah. So I was a little thrown, uh, a little shaken when you come trotting up into my backyard, holding what's clearly two gifts. Yeah. So we've got like a a larger box here that says happy birthday all over it, and then a thin gift. Mm -hmm. What's happening? What's going on here? Well, to your point, uh, my son this morning, my wife is out of town at the moment. Okay. And so my son this morning said... um, uh, what's with the gifts? And I said, I'm doing a podcast today uh, called uh, uh, Bridger Weinegger's podcast uh, called uh, I Said No Gifts. Uh, so I'm bringing the gifts. <laughs> and uh, he went, well, it's right in the name, Dad. You're not supposed to bring any <laughs> gifts. And I said, yeah, I think the premise is you're still supposed to bring gifts. <laughs> and uh, uh, and you, as I've said, I've done no research. I still brought gifts <laughs> because I've been to so many parties where I see the thing that says no gifts. You bring a gift. You should have I play along son. with any premise. Send your son next time. He's a, you know what? He's a good kid. He'd be a good gift. Has he ever been on a podcast? Yeah, he does mine quite a bit. Oh, that's right. Yes. But he's never done a Strangers podcast. When Hamilton was at its peak, okay. we went on the Airwolf Hamilton. And, oh. Uh, 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 who hosted it? Trayvon? I have no idea. I believe idea. it was the gentleman's name who hosted it. And we went on as a father-son uh who are obsessed with Hamilton. What an activity. What a great father-son activity. It was fun. And he was great. In fact, he... Uh, as he does on my show, he stole the show. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to that pod, that Hamilton podcast, they did a lot of editing Jimmy Pardo out, and it's a lot of <laughs> Oliver Pardo, and rightfully so. <laughs> he, I feel like your son probably knows more about Hamilton. Is that true? He, you know what? He knows how to talk about it better than I do. What he likes, I just go, uh, okay. I like Hamilton, <laughs> and like same thing. Like my favorite band is Chicago. What do you like about it? I like them. <laughs> I don't know how to get in the weeds. It's hard to talk about things you like in specifics. I think. Oh, thank you for giving me that excuse. That I really uh, permission. think that's true. Especially with music, I start to feel like such a dork when I'm like getting into details. I'm just like, I like it. It's I like to hear it loud. I don't know. People get on me about I I love and I'm and I'm I'm sick of defending it. I'm just owning it. I love classic rock. I love classic <laughs> rock and I love the '80s. I don't care that it's not hip. I don't care that they're not playing at space or you know some unique venue. Space. I like what I like. Um, but if you ask me, why do you like it? I, I don't I don't know. My ears enjoy it. It clicks. It clicks. Mm-hmm. It, it's, is it nostalgia? Probably. Right. But, it's, but I love it. And why do you care? <laughs> Live your life. Like what you like. I like what I like. Right. That said, who is your favorite? So I could judge. Favorite band? Of all time. Or, or artist. It's hard for me to say. I, I don't know that I have a favorite anymore. Uh, I like guitar music. 
I mean, I like all music, but if a guitar is there, I'm happy. Do you like a jangly guitar? I like a jangly guitar. I like a distorted guitar. Jim says a lot of the music I listen to sounds like uh, he's having an MRI, which... <laughs> <laughs> what is Jim like? I think I, I think I'm probably more aligned with Jim. Jim likes... He likes a lot of musical theater. I do, too. Uh, and then he likes a lot of pop music, which I like a lot of pop music. Uh, but does he, also, he also loves the standards, right? He loves the standards. Which I, 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 I heard enough of those in my yeah, life. Yeah, I can't. Like, do you like a Sinatra? I had my Sinatra phase when I was in eighth grade. <laughs> and, uh, and then I'm Covered over it. Covered in cologne. Uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I can't get into a Sinatra. It sounds, I just feel like I'm a macaroni grill. I'm just like. 100%. This is not for me. But Jim listens to, uh, I've kind of converted him to a little bit of my music, like kind of the the easier mu- music okay. I listen to. But there is a lot of my music that is extremely loud, and I recognize that it's abrasive and that it's not for everyone. Okay. But for me... It's for you. Who cares? Whatever. whatever. Who cares? I don't you. care. All right. Uh, okay, you got the gifts. You yeah. brought these gifts. Should I open them here on the podcast? Where, why would you not? I don't know. You brought them. Um, I, w- I would hope that you would. I would start with the tiny one. Okay, this kind of magazine-esque, yeah. thin. Yeah. Okay, we're going to get... Oh, this is a pretty wrapping paper. It's got some Yeah. Uh, There's snowflakes. a chance I might have to take that wrapping home. Take it home with you. Yeah. Frame it. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna be very careful opening you don't, I'm not, you, you don't have to Ooh, I love the feel of this and wrapping take, paper. Take a look at the inside of that wrapper, uh, that wrapping as well. Is it a leather? Uh, no, <laughs> it is not a leather. <laughs> it is a silver. It's a... Ooh, but also, look at that. It's kind of like the inside of a balloon. Like a, a mylar, mylar balloon. balloon. Yeah. Gorgeous. This is a reversible wrapping paper. Either way. I went, wow, with, the blue, I went with the blue exterior. Yeah. <laughs> now take a look at that. Okay, There's your first I'm... gift. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> this is a gift I received recently when the Lady to Lady podcast hosts were on the show. Uh-huh. And it's a photo of them at, uh, unframed this time. But now I have a. Oh, set. I forgot to frame it. Damn it. <laughs> why did you bring this? Here's why. Did they Br- give it to you? Brandy Posey, who I adore. She's so great. Uh, and I've known for ages. She was. Uh, she appeared on my uh, my podcast, and uh, I believe she was leaving there to come to yours. Okay, okay. And I said, oh, I'm doing that soon. I'm excited about doing it. And I said, what gift are you bringing? And she said, well, we did this thing where we took, I'm sure she went, we took a photograph at Penny's or with Sears. And, right. And so we're bringing him that framed. And I said, I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> and she goes, you're going to take a photo? I go, no, no, you're going to give me one of those. And I'm bringing that same photograph. And uh, I did forget to frame it. So that's on me. Right. Uh, but the good news is you don't have now two frames to throw and away. And now I can get a different frame to throw yeah. away. Um, so I brought that for just for the joke. How many of these do they own? At least two. <laughs> and, well, they, they, have, have they have zero. You have both of them. Well, I've got to give this to somebody. Yeah, wow. Right? Keep that moving. So, did she bring? She brought it to you at a later time, or did you go pick came it up? Came back from her? the next day and dropped it off. What a professional! I even said, "I'll, I'll come and get it." Wow, and she said, I'll be in the area. She was happy to do it. I didn't have to do anything. Do you get family photos with the, your son and your wife? No. This do families not do that anymore? Oh, I think they do. They do, but I you're think it's just, just not a doing certain it. kind of family. 
Um, we we never we did never when when Oliver was very tiny, we did do the only because we kind of felt like we had to bring him to one of those photo places. You and, did a shirtless one with him. You were holding him naked. No, <laughs> heavens no. He was no. in a little sailor suit. You know, we did that. Oh, yes. And he looked adorable. I mean, he looked great. And the grandparents loved them, of mm-hmm. course. But we did it because, like, I think we felt like the grandparents want these photos. Of course. But we're not the, hey, let's go to Penny's and or Sears and get these photos. I feel done. like that's a less common thing now. I think just in our bubble. Interesting. I think in our circle it's less common. I think if you if you would just leave your elite Hollywood bubble. <laughs> yeah. Get out of my and, limousine. Yeah, and see how the real world lives. Take Stop doing laps in my pool. Yeah, in uh, your infinity pool that we're overlooking. <laughs> watching a peasant drown in. Yes. Um, and your infinity pool, by the way, is just watching your office uh, flood. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, my personal infinity. That's your personal it is an endless pool right. of water. Of just filth. Um, well, interesting. Yeah. So you feel like other people are getting their pictures taken. I think when I go to, when I go to the mall, like if I'm doing a gig in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, right. and I'm killing time after lunch and I'm walking around the mall, and uh, I believe I will see that that photo place is, is booming. <laughs> They're hopping. They've got a family there. They've got a family waiting. Right. And they've got a lot of other families on the books. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's my take. Well, I mean, my family got pictures probably every two years when I was growing up. Well, probably every three. Every three years. Every three years. How many other people would be on those photographs? It was a uh, family of six. So my so four three children. siblings and I and my two parents. Uh, every few years. And would that, your parents hang them on the wall so that you That's could look at yourself? That's a good question. I don't think they were hung on walls. Then what I were think they for? Just... I guess memories. I think occasionally they were framed and put on top of the piano. Okay. Um, otherwise, I have no idea where those photos were going. Uh, they're probably in a closet at this point because I haven't seen one in years. Yeah. Actually, I have. I took where I saw a recent one because I took a photo of it on my phone. But I don't know where my mom's hoarding those things. In a box, I would imagine a box somewhere. Yeah, we recently took a family photo in my parents' backyard. You did because my mom wanted a picture of the whole the nieces and nephews and my grandma. Well, we'll do that. Like if my dad was to have a family reunion, right? We would all then, hey, hey, we're all here. Let's take a photograph, and you put it on Facebook, and then you forget it ever happened. Uh-huh. But you're uh, not going to the studio. We are. We are not. What would it take to get you and your wife and Oliver to the photo studio? I think even if they called and said, you want to come down for a free photo, we wouldn't do it. <laughs> I think my, I think my, uh, I don't think we would do it. We're just not those people. I cannot imagine you in the, under those circumstances. I, uh, I'm not a fan of getting my photograph taken. Mm-hmm. So I chose certainly to go into television. Um, <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like the way I look at photographs and I don't You're like having. You're a good looking man. I, I, I was not Handsome fishing for man. compliments. I will certainly take that. Thank you. It's, it's just a fact. We, oh I feel gosh. like you probably photograph well. Can I tell you, you are the second person this week to tell me that, and I, I am now going to fly high for another week on this. Last Friday, a friend of ours, a mutual friend who is amazingly handsome and that was on the, been on the cover of GQ. Wow. He commented on how handsome I'm looking these days, and I, I've never felt lower, quite frankly, so he made me feel, feel great. And then, that was a week ago today, I was kind of going, I don't, know, I don't know, maybe he was lying, and I kind of was like coming on a down. And boom, here you come to bring me right back up. Wow. So his was unprompted. His was unprompted. Wow. And so now you're hooked. But yours was kind of unprompted as well because I was talking about, no, I was saying I don't like the way I look. You're right. So now you're looking for any way to get this compliment. Every Friday now. (laughs) Every Friday I got to be somewhere going, even if it's going to be like, do I look okay? (laughs) 
Am I handsome? Um, yeah. I mean, I feel like the other problem with the studio thing is you have to coordinate outfits, which is and we ain't doing that. That's not happening. That's a little too yeah. That's a little too hipster for us too. I can see a hipster couple doing that. Ironically, ironically, uh, okay, with their dog. And or we're not we're not that either. Right. You've got to be on one end of the spectrum, like a real earnest, earnest? or ironic. Yeah, and we're. Well, certainly, we lean more towards the irony, but right. Uh, but not that we're not. We don't have flamingos in our front lawn. We're not those people. <laughs> we're. Uh, yeah. I feel like we're almost because we love our dogs so much. We're almost to the earnest part of like oh, getting no. a photo with our dog. Oh, it's not going to happen. No, well, it might happen. Oh no. Well, Smogul's is uh, out east, right? So it's going to take. Uh, uh, he leaves tomorrow. <gasps> he leaves tomorrow, and uh, so it probably won't happen tonight. We'll avoid getting a picture with a dog another season, but you never know. You forgot to tell me when you did my show off the air, because you could not say it at the time, what show Jimmy is in. Spamalot. Now you can say it. Spamalot's coming back to Broadway. Buy your tickets now. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, with past guest of the podcast, Taron Killam, actually. He's the star of it. I just saw that announced, announced, right? Yeah, so that uh, starts, I think, Opening night, or no, previews begin on Halloween. That's exciting. Opening night, November 16th, I think. Yeah, it's very exciting. Wait, what theater is it at? Oh, I don't know. Is Jim it? said it probably says it tw- 10 times a day. Yeah. Uh, and I cannot, maybe the St. John, is that a theater? It was a name that I was not familiar with, and it sounded like a local parish. Oh, interesting. More than it did a theater. So maybe that's right? It's, uh, it's got to be We're going right. to get an answer on, on this. On at least get into it. Uh, yeah, Spamalot. It's back on Broadway. Jim hasn't been on Broadway in... 12 years. But that's exciting that he's, he's back. so thrilled to do it. I understand all of New York's talking about his return. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said that for humor, but but it sounded too mean as it came out. Um, I wonder if he knows another friend of mine that's on Broadway, Rob Coletti. Does he know Ooh, Rob Coletti? I don't know. Who, what does Rob do? Rob's a, a, a Broadway performer as okay, well. Okay, is he in anything currently? Yeah, and I couldn't tell you what okay, it was. Okay, don't say it because it's a competitor to Spamalot, I'm sure. It we're might trying be, to sell Spamalot tickets here. That's he might be make, in Spamalot. He might oh, be making his return to Spamalot. Rob Coletti. I should tell you this. I don't know Rob Coletti. Uh, Rob, I know yes, I know him through Twitter and another mutual friend. And I threw it out there like I'm hanging out with Rob <laughs> yes. Coletti on a daily basis. <laughs> Rob Coletti is a big White Sox fan, as oh, am I. Okay. But he is a Broadway performer who's a big White Sox fan, and I'm a jackass comedian who's a White Sox fan, and there are few and far between of us uh, that are White Sox fans right. who are then also in entertainment. Right. It's a small crust. Very small. Yeah. yeah. Annalise, did we find out where the theater is? My computer is not... Is smoking. Yes. Well, you, you know, you just Google spam on. You'll find out. I believe it's the St. John... I would say Spamalot Broadway should get you right there. Yeah, if it doesn't, then the producers are doing a bad job. I would agree. SEO is not working out in their favor. I don't know what that means. Search engine optimization. Wow. Which is uh, kind of what's ruining the internet. Keywords, they feel, you know, when you're searching for something, it'll bring it to the top of the results. Right. I used to do that for Overstock.com. Oh, you did? Which is now called Bed Bath & Beyond, which is insane to me. Wait a minute. Overstock has become Bed Bath & Beyond? (laughs) Yeah. So Bed Bath & did not go out of business. <laughs> they did go out of business. I guess Overstock swoop, they swooped in and were like, we're going to buy that name for some reason because people like that name and it's not associated with the wild man who was running Overstock.com who was having an affair with a Russian spy. Okay. And was like a MAGA psycho. I know. I knew the MAGA psycho part. Right. I don't know the other. Yeah, he was, he was like having an affair with a spy. Wow. Uh, I think Overstock was like, we've got to get away from the name. 
they're now Bed Bath and Beyond, which feels interesting. And so you can still buy the same thing. I can go there and buy an almond couch. Probably, I'd like probably to a, a hideous almond couch, and then probably get they must have those coupons that Bed Bath and Beyond was famous yeah. for. But one would think Bed Bath Beyond is now known as a failure yeah, because I'm, they've closed everywhere. So why would that be? I understand. Get rid of overstock. Phil. Sure, because that's also known as a as let's be garbage. honest, a failure. And then I can say that as a former employee. But now Bed Bath Beyond. Yeah, it's an interesting move to pick up a. It's like a dying name. It's like taking stealing a dead person's name. Yeah. One of those people, I guess that's what spies do, actually, speaking of spies, or at least according to the Americans. I, did not, I never watched it. I feel like spies will find a dead person and then they take over that name. I see. Take their social security number. I don't, how am I talking? I'm not the expert on this. It sounds like you are. Sounds like you're the spy expert. How did we get to Bed Bath & Beyond? You used to work at Overstock. How did we get to Overstock? Before that. Oh, uh, SEOs. SEO. We're learning about the internet. The internet's broken. You don't like it. You can't use it anymore. It's bad. I am grateful for the internet because it's given me a career. Uh, me too, of but course. But I hate everything about it well, because of what you just, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just totally, it's not what it used to be. Not what it used what to be. What a weird thing to say about something that is still so modern. Right. And now it, it feels, 20 years ago feels so old-fashioned. The things we were doing on the internet where everything felt in- innocent and you went on there with your hobby and looked at your hobby. Yes. And then got off the internet. You weren't, you never screamed at anyone. No one ever screamed at you. Right. You weren't tricked. <laughs> what happened to you? What do you mean you were tricked? You're constantly getting tricked Who's on the internet. Who's tricking you? How are you being tricked? I, I was just on vacation. I was looking for, you know, like, what are the best restaurants? That's an impossible thing now. Oh. Because of, of SEO. You, like, Google best restaurants in the city. 50 blogs will show up. They're all created by essentially robots. Right. You can't trust anything. Trust nothing on the internet. Okay, I will not. I'm out of websites. I don't even go to websites anymore. Really? What websites do you go to? I go to a music one. Which music one? It's called MelodicRock.com. Oh, I like the name of that. But they've been around forever. MelodicRock.com. MelodicRock.com. Okay, I bet I could get into that. Um, It's very, uh, like, if you like Journey. Right, classic it's, it's, rock. It's bands that kind of sound like Journey, bad English, It's but, but current. Oh. And also talking about the retro. Okay, okay. You know. Right. Uh, it's that sounding, it's almost, it's like, it's, 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 it's. It's not Yacht Rock, but right. it is a niche area. Like a highly polished rock music. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Uh, Stuff it, you would hear at like uh, when they have the cars, uh, the hot rods at Bob's Big Boy. No, that's more, don't you hear more 50s for that? Yeah, don't that might be more doo-wop. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God somebody's still listening to doo-wop. I guess it's that scene, right? I Pop love your, doo-wop. You do not love doo-wop. <laughs> Everyone loves doo-wop. Nobody likes it more than a song. And then you go, oh, that was nice. Now let's get back to our birthday party. <laughs> no. It's horrible. You're never mad when doo-wop is on. Are you? No, I'm never mad you're at like, it. oh, I know this song. L- listen to those harmonies. I, you're right. But, I, but uh, two songs tops. All of a sudden, you're going to talk me into, all right, nine songs tops. <laughs> a day and a half of doo-wop, and then I'm out. <laughs> I like anything you would hear at a sock hop. I, I don't dislike a sock hop. <laughs> I haven't been to one in ages. Have you? You've actually been to a sock hop? Well, back in, you know, back when uh, we would do theme dances at oh, school, okay. that so sort of thing. Even then, it was like... It was like a novelty thing. So you've never been to an, a literal sock hop. Well, 
You know, I mean, you no, weren't. You I didn't grow up in the fifties. Yeah, you weren't fifteen in nineteen fifty-two. No, I was not. <laughs> so you, there's no way you could have been to an action. No, I was at pop. one like let's do a fifties dance, mm-hmm. and then and and again, we, I grew up in a neighborhood that was relatively poor, so a fifties dance was easy because everybody had a white t-shirt and jeans. Oh, there everyone was, should have a white t-shirt and jeans. It's a great look. It, that is a. It's a classic look. You you can't go wrong with that, right? I. I as far as I'm concerned, I wish I could pull just that off. I, I don't. I, I don't have that wear, look. You could absolutely pull that. No, off. No, I can't. I'm. I, I'm not fishing. I'm not fishing here. Let's not go back to this. Everyone can pull that look off. No, I don't think you can. You don't I, think I, so? I also not everybody can pull off the V-neck T-shirt. Well, no one uh, currently in this period of history, no one can pull it off because it's out of fashion. Is it really? Doesn't look good. Looks bad I right think now. It's got to be the right guy. I think. I you think, think the right? Well, the, I mean, of course, the an incredible looking person yes, can wear whatever the hell they, they want. They come in with the V neck, and you go look at that guy, and then I go, you know what? V necks are back, and then I go get a V neck, <laughs> and then I I look in the mirror and go, nope, and take it off, and get immediately back to the crew. Yeah, but uh, this is the second time V necks have been brought up on this podcast within the last like six weeks. So they, obviously they're in the air. Maybe they're back. Maybe they're they are coming back. back. They are. They're they're at least simmering. Yeah, and they're going to be back. And then we'll regret it. And then, you know, the cycle of fashion continues. I think, yeah, you got to be, you just got to, I think you got to be strikingly good looking to pull off the V-neck. Yeah. Uh, Until they're back in fashion, then everyone thinks they're pulling it off. (laughs) You in a deep V-neck. V-neck. I mean, nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. (laughs) It's a, it's a bold look. Uh, I do own some V-necks though, so I can wear with a dress shirt. Oh, interesting. So you'll wear an undershirt with... I guess I'll wear an undershirt. Oh, but you want it unbuttoned. Um, Wait, so why are you wearing it with a dress shirt? Um, fully unbuttoned dress shirt? What do you mean by fully unbuttoned? Like it's a, like, like a, wearing like it a Michael a Jackson in a video? <laughs> no. Um, no, like, like, all right, I'm at a wedding. Okay, you're at a wedding. And then, uh, hey, the wedding's getting a little hot. Oh, I want to take my tie off. Right. I don't want a t-shirt showing. Right. Um, That's a good... I want the V-neck. I've never thought about that. Yeah. Interesting. And okay. it's just enough where nobody's going, look at that guy with his shirt undone. Like, you know, it's not Denny Terrio. It's, um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, it's like the 1130 at a wedding. Though. Yeah. Okay. Although we all, that said, everybody would understand, oh, he took his tie off. Now we can see his T-shirt. Right. Because everybody else on the dance floor is doing that too. Right. So. But it looks a little less cool when you can see the T-shirt there. Yeah. You want to, yeah, you want it to look a little more casual. There was the era where you could get away with that. I remember learning that on Queer Eye, where you could wear a colored T-shirt under a dress shirt. Oh, that looks so bad. It looked bad. I wore that on stage for years because of Queer Eye. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, this is what they said to wear. And then somebody pointed out, yeah, seven years ago. Like, <laughs> fair. Very fair. <laughs> um, okay, but well, we haven't even opened the big gift, gift here yet. Should I open this now? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I'm going to... This is a much larger. It's like in a shoebox or something. Oh, it's heavy. It's got some weight to it. Yeah, I could yeah. have dropped that. I'm glad I was kind of careful. Yeah. Be okay, careful. Safety opening. first. This is happy. Do you want me to hold the microphone while you do it? Uh, no, I want to hold this. I can do two things at once. I'm, I'm happy to be of assistance. Okay, we're ripping, and we love the rip. We love the tear. Now, this can't possibly be what the gift is. Yeah. It is? Yeah. Sure. Wait. Is this a car vacuum? Yes, yeah, car vac. And it's actually a yeah. car vac. There's yeah, nothing never, else in here. Never been open. I'm thrilled about this. I'm over the moon. It's yours. Why did you bring this? Here's why. Uh, it's a Black & Decker auto, auto pivot vac. Yeah, that thing will pivot on its own. <laughs> <laughs> I will be doing no pivoting. Um, I may, that may be a mistake that I brought that. That's a, that's, that's a nice <laughs> gift for a dumb 
for a dumb, hey, bring a stupid gift thing. Uh, here's why. Let me walk you through it. Uh, I received that. All right, let's see. We started doing a wet, uh, white elephant on Christmas Eve several years back. Okay. And somebody brought that. All right. And I got it. I landed th- that as the white elephant. Mm-hmm. You know, where the white elephant's where it's wrapped. Is it competitive? Yeah, competitive. Right. You don't know what you're getting. I, I want that one. I usually leave those I'm- mad. What's that? I usually leave those mad that I didn't get the item I wanted. Yeah, but isn't that that's part of the joy? No, not for me. Not for you. I came to win. It's not a win. I came to win a vacuum. Some people bring something like this, like uh-huh. a vacuum, and then other people will wrap up a potato. Right. And that's fun, too. Well. Uh, I think it's fun. We love it. I love the white elephant. So anyway, it, they, that person brought it. I got it. I then put it back in the circulation. Okay. Somebody else got it. Then it came back to me. Wow. Then the lockdown happened. <gasps> and that's been with me since Christmas 2019. Wow. And I went, well, we don't know if we're doing Christmas Eve this year. We don't know if there's a white elephant. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know how I could shake this thing loose. <laughs> and, uh, and here you have it. So you never had any plans to use it. No, I was going to completely just keep it. It was going to be a running gag at the White Elephant. <laughs> and um, now it's uh, for you. I'm thrilled. I and mean, now that I've opened it, really look at it, that's a nice gift. Occasionally you need to vacuum the car and you're not at the car wash. You're, oh, you're going to store this thing. I'm going to put it in the car. You are. I'll put it in the trunk. And it looks like it's car powered. I don't need to charge it or anything. No, it's car powered. So when I, you know, dump bird seed or whatever in the car... Yeah. I don't, I don't need to turn to anyone. I can use the vacuum. Follow-up real fast. How often are you dumping birdseed? <laughs> I'm on my way to the aviary. Really I'm on it. my way to the pond. You know, I'm on my way sure. to, the, to Union Square. I'm just throwing birdseed. You love it. So you love to feed the bird. <laughs> Constant. No, my car's pretty tidy. I've got to, I keep a tidy car. Do you? I keep my car as if it was still uh, in the showroom. Wow. I am very nuts when it comes to any sort of my, our house. My friends used to call our house the model home because it would be uh, pristine. But it's like, well, it is because you came over. I cleaned the house. But, right. it, but it always kind of is close to that. Uh-huh. My wife uh, my wife and son would uh, prefer that I loosen up a little bit. Mm, uh, so you're driving all of this. Uh, 100 if they leave a glass out they hear about it and uh i've stopped i've loosened up where i i I now just passive aggressively oh i'll move these and then i do it uh but my car is um like right now there are some things on the my son got because i had to drive my son to school today there is some stuff on the uh passenger floor mat okay that will be vacuumed up by day's end what are they Eh, you know something from a tree that you uh, pine cone it's a giant pine cone (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, check it. Uh, like maybe some little uh, nut of some sort, like some little things. Oh, okay. Some tree near our house drops these things. Some sort of beech nut or something falling nut. there. Um, okay, so do you have any like car rules, like no drinks in the car, no eating in the car? Uh, currently no eating. Okay. It's a, it's a, my, this particular vehicle is uh, only two months old. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I can have a five-year-old one and... You can eat. You can eventually you can eat the car. Right. There's a period with every car that you break through and you're like, well, I'm just going to eat here. Now. Right. It doesn't smell as new anymore. What am I going to taint? That's, I like to keep that new car smell uh, uh, as long as possible. Right. I feel like I kept mine with my current car like probably 10 months. Good for you. And now it smells like a regular car. I think it's because the dog was in there. The dog's going to affect that quickly. Yeah, yeah. I had a little situation with this car where um, I, uh, I, in fact, I wrote a nasty email uh, that uh, they, uh, without my knowledge, sold me a car that was in the showroom. 
Oh. That while it is essentially used. It's, it's in my opinion, yes. In their opinion and a lawyer's opinion, no. Uh, a lawyer got involved? I got I got somebody I was really pissed off because it was like, why is there no new car smell in here? Why? Right. And I know oh, that's interesting. I didn't have to take those off of the light, you know, like the little oh, stickers. Oh, and that's such a satisfying feeling. Oh my God. Is there anything I more satisfying than that? that? <laughs> Peeling that little, oh my and it God. Goes, you get midway through and it just flies oh, off. Oh, do I love it. Great. I love it. Um, I didn't do it that. And I was like, wait, something's up. And then it dawned on me, this was a showroom car. It's a seat covered and at the in blood. End of the, there's, there was some blood on the seat. <laughs> uh, and again, that would be my memory. I murdered. <laughs> Um, it wasn't the car dealership's fault. I don't believe, I, my apologies to you and the attorney. I got, I, I was pissed off. Like, I, I, this is not an, to me, I agree, it, to me, that's a used car. Wow. Yes, it only had three miles on it. Okay. But people, kids, kids were bored waiting for their parents of to finish course. their deal. So they sat in this car. Somebody was sitting in there with their car dealership coffee. Yes. Touching everything. Yeah, fiddling. And that's the other thing. The 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 driver's side visor is not as tight as it oh, should be. Oh, horrible. Because Dangerous. For, people always put that down. Like, oh, I'm going to check this car out. Oh, yeah, okay, that mm -hmm. works. Of course that works. You don't have to do that. But this one had hundreds of people doing it. Of course, that thing is going to swing down. It's going to swing you, down. And it's going to scalp you. Scalp you. That I, happens. Sir, I will, take, I, will, I will fire my attorney and bring you in on this. Um, because I obviously know a lot more than your stupid attorney. Nobody, nobody else agreed with me that I was getting a used car. They all landed on, it's only got three miles on it, sir. <laughs> but that's just half of the story. Thank That is truly half of the battle. I'm going to tell you something. Not only did the car dealership not agree with me uh, and this attorney, uh, there's a chance my wife and son didn't agree with me. <laughs> uh, my, uh, my closer friends than you did not agree with me. Everybody thinks I'm nuts. But the fact that you went, that's essentially a used car, tells me I'm not completely nuts in this case. Uh, you're not. You're I'm redeemed. You really aren't. How long was this uh, legal battle? It went back. Legal battle is a strong phrase. <laughs> uh, it went on for about seven emails. So that's a lot. Yeah. And they eventually ended up giving me a little bit of money back. Okay. But I How much? Can I ask? Uh, I'm Radical honesty. What? Radical honesty. Uh, I believe I got five hundred and twenty-seven dollars back. Not bad. Something. It was a. It was a weird amount. Okay. Yeah. Uh, how did they land there? And I'm. I, I don't remember. Wow. I just was grateful that it was somewhat of a win. Right. But I think it's an empty win. But to get anything back, I'm not even sure what I wanted. Like. Uh, yeah. Were you thinking you were going to get a new car? Yeah. <laughs> I kind of was. I think in my head I was like. Uh, I even said, I recognize it now has 60 miles on it. And you can't give <laughs> right. me a new car, but I am open to that. Right. As if I'm doing them the favor. And they're like, they, they, and what do you want us to do with this car? Right. Well, you sell Put it, it used to somebody else. Put it in the showroom. Yeah. It infuriates me. Now, at the time when you bought it, yeah. oh, you didn't notice that there was no new car smell? I guess I didn't. I'm not trying to blame the victim here, but. I guess I didn't. I guess I just was like, uh, or maybe it had it for that day. Oh, interesting. You know what I mean? Like it, um, but I did notice it very rapidly because I—that was part of my email. <laughs> like this car doesn't even have a new car smell, and I've only had it four days. Like <laughs> it was all. This was. I reacted quickly to this. You were probably riding the high of a new car. You were so excited about every other element of it. That I you was. forgot that you were being absolutely ripped off. Yes. Wow. I also was more focused on the. Um, you know, what am I getting in the, uh, in, in the interior? You know, do, do I oh, like yeah. the displays? Do mm -hmm. I like this, that, and the other? Uh, so, um, 
I may not have noticed that at, at, at the at the dealer. Wow. And clearly, I didn't. Was it hard buying the car? When I bought my car, it was a nightmare. I get a car every three years. Okay. Leasing? I lease. Okay. And um, it's a nightmare every time. And it doesn't have to be. <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't. Why do we play that game? Are you? Do you get into big fights with the salespeople? I threaten to walk away. <laughs> and uh, my friend Adam Ferrara told me the best thing to do is to go across the street uh-huh. to a competitor and find out a salesman's name there. Oh, and wow. That's amazing. go to where you want to go and go, look, I'll go over to Tony. <laughs> Tony gave me a great deal over at the Ford dealership. Clearly a made-up name. <laughs> and uh, and then the person, they, 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 but if it's not made up, <laughs> right. they go. Do you think they know Tony over I there? Think all, I think the dealers come out and have some sort of a joust they in have the middle like of the street fights. Yeah. Jets They're on Sharks. Auto Lane or whatever they call that, those places where there's yeah. a bunch of dealerships. I think I do think they all know each other because I also think that Tony once worked over at uh, Right, there's probably a Chevy. lot of crossbreeding. A lot of incestuation. Yeah. That's not a word. <laughs> incestuation. Incest, incestuous behavior? There, yeah, I say there's got to be. Yeah, that's, there's things happening yeah. on I think auto so. drive. So, so that was his advice. And uh, I try it mm-hmm. and- uh, Doesn't work for you. see right through my nonsense. You got to take Jim with you. Is Magoo's good at it? It's deeply uncomfortable when you're with him. I'm like uh, apologizing to the salesperson, but then at some point they reveal themselves as horrible, and I'm like, "Oh, great! Jim's being horrible to a person who's horrible." And then he gets a great. I mean, he gets so much. I gotta bring Jim. It's incredible. You've just got to take someone who's willing to really stand up for themselves and be like, "You're trying to rip me off." Well, guess who's not doing that? <laughs> not me. Not you. No. Well, then you're getting ripped off. I'm firm about other things, but there, it's kind of like. I, even though even though I'm in the driver's seat, literally, literally, they still have some power over. I feel they have some power over me because uh, I think they know I'm not walking out. Right. They I know you need a car. They know I need a car. And for me, it's like, who am I to say what a car should cost? I have no idea. Right. It, it might be worth tens of thousands of dollars more than they're willing to pay. I don't know. I can't be like, You're, this is not the right price. Right. But Jim... Jim knows. He knows. Unless, and this would be even more embarrassing, they're still like, well, we ripped them off and that guy freaked out. He's not freaking out, but he's, you know, he's like... They still got one over on him. Yeah, that would be really embarrassing. I think every time I leave, when they, you know, how they come out and they go, well, thank you. Mm -hmm. I think then they turn and they just all start laughing at Uh, me. Yes. I think they all (laughs) just laugh at me. That sucker. That absolute sucker. Mm -hmm. And they got you this time. Oh, they got me this. There's no question they got me this time. I've talked about this with my therapist. Everybody, every... And even she, who's supposed to just listen, was not on my side. <laughs> your therapist was not on your side here. No, she. She's like, it is a new. It's a. It's a new car. It's not. Relax. Stop. Doing Someone it. was probably vaping in there. There could be a vapor. There's. Oof. There's talk. There could have been a lodger. <laughs> Certainly a lodger in there. They had a lodger. Right. That's how they make their. That's like how they keep the doors open at the during the pandemic. That's how they yeah. did it. They would let people. They're taking lodgers in their cars. Smart. Just a lot of people sleeping in those car lots. Yeah, little car lots. Uh, okay. Well, do you vacuum and clean your own car? Or do you take it to somebody? I will every now and then have them do it. Okay. But I have a uh, one of those buy a package at the local uh, express car wash near my house. Okay, right. They do a nice job, and for thirty bucks a month, I can get a car wash every day. It's like a subscription service. Yeah. 30 bucks a month. What a deal. Yeah. And because one car wash is like 13 bucks. Right. And then you get free use of the vacuum. <laughs> and uh, and so I, I don't vacuum it every day, but I, I do get my car wash close to every day. It feels like you're doing damage to your car. That's what I thought too. Yeah. 
I'm, am I taking off some This is like someone who can't stop washing their hands. And then suddenly their hands are like yeah. really dry. And I'm hmm. not. If I'm anywhere near that car wash, I'll go, hey, we're close. Let's swing by. You're paying for it. And Danielle will go, you just did it yesterday. I go, right, but we're there. We're so close. <laughs> and she's like, we're in the neighborhood. We're always so close. Is it one of the ones where the car is getting dragged through and beaten? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love those. I do do. And you it's sit a little there. ride. I worked at one in high school. Oh. Yeah. And it was one of the ones with the big wet noodles slapping yeah, 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 the car. Yeah, yeah. It was one of those. What were you doing? Just helping people get into the track? We would, uh, it was uh, on a busy day. It was a, it was a, a multi-man uh, uh, operation. Okay. One person would be at the booth taking the money. All right. The next person would be the person guiding them into the track. That part, I'm always, I don't care how much they're giving me a thumbs up. I'm like, this is one my tire's going to get ripped off. No, can I tell you something? I'm good at about three things in this world. One of them is driving my car into that car wash. <laughs> Really? They never need to go. They, I never get the thumb left or right. I'm You're always- a natural? They just pull me in. And I think even when I leave, they go, look at that guy. He knew how to do it. <laughs> I think opposite of the car dealership, they're not laughing at me at the car wash, dude. <laughs> uh, and then there'd be two people drying the car down. Okay, okay. That's on a busy day. Right. On a slow day, it would be a one-man operation. That's a lot of responsibility. You had to do it all. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, Did but, you have a favorite uh, position there? Well- uh, I liked I like taking the money. I like being that guy because mm-hmm. you can talk to people, and we would make st- uh, we would make stuff up. Uh, like uh, I would say, if you pulled up, I would go, uh, "Hey, sir, welcome to uh, Wintercorns." That was the name of the place, Wintercorns Car Wash. Uh, it was in Amico. Uh, welcome to Wintercorns. Uh, real fast, who's your favorite Marx brother? Uh, Groucho. We got the Groucho special going today, and what I'm going to do for you is for at the time three dollars for three dollars, we're going to wash the car. We're going to use soap. We're gonna throw a wax on there, and when we're done, we're gonna we're gonna dry the thing off with cloth towels. You want in? Yeah, I'll take that deal. What does that cost without beat the grocery deal? Three dollars. There's no deal, but we would do that. <laughs> what a rip off to get the uh, to get the sales. And it was always the Marx Brothers. I would no. What's your favorite comedy movie? Oh, let's uh, Lost in America. We got the Lost in America special going today. All Albert Brooks movies are getting on special uh, for three dollars. We're going to wash the car. Like, and we'd walk it through them. And they would all go, yeah, okay, I'll do that. Wow. What a thing. And yeah. Every now and then a guy would go, what's it cost if I don't get that special? I go, it's the same price. <laughs> and then he'd go, oh, then they would, then they would do it because they enjoyed the fun of it. Yeah. I mean, at the very least, they get to name a favorite thing. Yes. Everyone loves to name a favorite thing. We actually, Except for your, you when I said, who's your favorite band? You panic. I, I panic about any time you say favorite thing because I don't really know that I have a favorite thing of anything anymore. You don't have a favorite movie. No, because I have I have... Uh, movies I like for different moods. I have a lot of movies I really love. I have right. a lot of bands I really love. Yeah. Uh, like in high school, I had a favorite band. I had a favorite movie. I had a favorite this or that. Now it's just like general but broad But even strokes. nostalgia reasons, you don't have like – like my favorite movie is Breaking Away. I don't know that movie. Oh, it's oh, it's wonderful. Uh, 1979, it's a uh, coming of age uh, based in Bloomington, Indiana. Okay. Uh, it won Best Screenplay, I believe. Okay. Uh, but it, it is uh, – it just was – I was younger than that. These guys are graduating high school, and they don't know what they're going to do with their lives. Okay. And I was in eighth grade when it came out in 79, and we were moving to a new house. And so I kind of related in a way of, well, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm lost, too. Sure. And it's certainly not similar, but that's how, how I felt. And so I've kind of brought that with me. I kind of like the, the lead kind of was like a, an out, you know, kind of an outsider, didn't really fit in. That's kinda, I, I felt the same way. And so, like, I just, that movie just was it. Right. And- since then, I've seen movies that I think were the, well, this would be my favorite, but 
That one's Nothing, always like got an emotional. Yes. Like nothing's going to own sense that. memory almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. And now you're saying that reminds me. I really love the movie Badlands. You know this movie? I don't know the movie. Terrence Malick movie. Incredible. No. Also, speaking of uh, jeans and white shirt combo, it's uh, who's the family with the. Uh, <laughs> the Kar- Kardashians? <laughs> it's Kim Kardashian. They're a family. <laughs> um, it's two uh, famous people, and I can't remember either of them right now. The, uh, Julia and Eric Who, Roberts? Annalise. Martin Sheen? Martin Sheen. Oh, Sissy Spacek. It's, yes, excellent. They're both so young in it. And they're, they're wonderful actors and actresses. And it's kind of a crime movie. Badlands. Badlands, great movie. I'm going to watch it. I'm not, I'm not, this is, you're going to think I'm making this up. I'm going to watch that tonight with my son. I bet you'll really like it. But here's what's going to happen. I goes, you know what, Oliver? I got a great, uh, I got a great recommendation for us. Let's watch Badlands. Dad, I watched that during the pandemic. <laughs> okay, that's what's going to happen. But re- there's rewatching is more fun than watching. Uh, I don't find that anymore. <laughs> really? I don't. You're not into that. Uh, I mean, I could watch Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, eight million times. Right. I right. could watch um, Breaking Away. I could watch Halloween. I could watch Jaws. Oh. But. You know, like an off-brand Badlands? I think I'm on and done. <laughs> Badlands is not off-brand. It's off-brand. It's got, it's got unknowns. Martin Sheen and Sissy Spacek. <laughs> you're going to love it. Both of you are going to love it. I can't it. wait to see it. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, I, don't know. Yeah, I don't know why that reminded me of Badlands. Maybe 70s movies. Maybe that's Maybe? how it clicks for me. But yeah, I've got favorites of all sorts. Sure. After Hours. Speaking of comedy movies. Great. As soon as I said Lost in America, I thought, no, After Hours. Griffin Dunn. Griffin Dunn, he, what happened to him? What happened to Griffin? Why did Griffin Dunn, uh, he did After Hours and, and the Werewolf movie. What was that? Uh, Lost, or Werewolf of London. London, where, <laughs> London Werewolf. And he's great in that. Why right. did he not become a gigantic star? Right. I mean, he is kind of a name. Everybody. Everybody knows Griffin Dunn. Yeah, but. But he, why did Griffin Dunn never get his Rob Lowe on West Wing sort of thing? Right. Like, he why never did, had a renaissance no. or anything. He must have crossed somebody. What did he do? Yeah, there's something happened probably around 1992. I think it was the early 90s. Right, where somebody was like, you thought you were on the rise? No. Guess what, done? Yeah. <laughs> you are done. That's a You're finished. different word, but they sound the same. <laughs> um, okay, well, yeah. I think we should play a game. Oh, I'm thrilled about this vacuum, love it. but we should play a game. Okay. Um, Annalise, is a gift or a curse today? Fantastic. I'm getting so good at this. Wait, what, we have what? two different games, and so I'm trying to alternate them every time so the listeners don't scream at me. Okay. And I, speaking of good memories, I'm able to kind of alternate, uh, remember what we did last episode. You didn't remember. You just asked her. She told you. Well, but I guessed correctly. <laughs> Give what, me some what, credit. You want me, you want me to do something with that? I'm going to throw this in the trash. Fair. No, I'm just moving it out of the way because I need okay. access to my computer. All right. You're doing it so precariously. I <laughs> got worried that you were going to hurt your arm. Look also, at, how look that at this picture so of how pivots? they're using the vacuum. They're, yeah. I mean, it's pivoted, pivoted in a way that no normal person will ever use a vacuum. I bet you will use it like that now I'm that you see I'm going to post a photo of that on Instagram. That's a 90 no degree has ever angle. done that. <laughs> I regret giving you this. I'm not Because I'm going to have a clean Dude, car. it's got 10 position pivoting nozzle. You never, with these tiny vacuums, you only ever need it in one position. I think you're going to find that you're, you're misspeaking. You're going to find out that you're, you're going to use it in all 10. It's got 10. You're going to use seven <laughs> of those 10 minimum. I'm going to use all 10. I want you to report back to me. Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm going to absolutely. I'm going to go to the store and buy myself one of these today. This was a horrible error. <laughs> this podcast just cost you $100. Yes, I could have right, brought you anything, right? True. I, I could have just bought that photo and been done with it. Play your game. Okay. I, I'm uh, not ordering you about. I, I need I, a number I'm between sorry, one and ten from you. 
seven. Okay, I have to do some light calculating to get our game pieces. So right now you can recommend something, you can promote something, do whatever you want with the microphone. I'll be right back. Well, I recommend people listen to my award-winning podcast, Never Not Funny. I also got a brand new web series, a brand new season of my web series, Jimmy's uh, Records and Tapes. Season four is beginning, and uh, Jimmy's Records and Tapes is where I, uh, each week, will talk about five of my favorite of something. This week it is five favorite live albums. Then I have five, uh, uh, like I've done five uh, favorite um, songs that have the harmonica. Uh, I've done five favorite horrible songs. So it's just, it's just and it's just me rambling, uh, no surprise, uh, about uh, what I like musically. Um, and it's not always the five. Sometimes it'll be, uh, there's a lot of ties and a lot of honorable mentions. Well, that sounds great. It's fun. People seem, people that like music, and again, that like even, even if you don't like my music, you like the way that I talk passionately or stupidly about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, people seem to like them. It did not become the viral sensation I was hoping, but I do it for the folks that like it. <laughs> I love to listen to people talk about their favorite things. What was your number one live, uh, favorite live album? Kiss Alive 2. Oh. And again, that's a, a, a lot of nostalgia there of getting okay. that for Christmas in 1977. Okay. And... Um, staring at that album cover and listening to those songs that I had heard, you know, now I'm, I basically have a greatest hits album of kiss. Right. You know, of, of, uh, so I, yeah, I bet I could get into kiss. They've got, you know what? They, they are much maligned and mm-hmm. maybe rightfully so. Yeah, I mean, they're, they seem like terrible guys. Uh, one of them does. Yeah. Paul Stanley has turned a corner and has become actually a pretty decent guy. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Gene Simmons, I think is still yeah, a horrible he's human really being. really on the, I think he's going to stick with that. I think, I think if, uh, in a different world, uh, he'd have a red hat on, on a regular basis. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think he would have been at the Capitol on Jan 6 if he wasn't Gene Simmons. <laughs> he may have been there. He may have been he there. could have easily been there. He's always in disguise. Yes. Um, They've got a lot of great power pop songs. Right, exactly. And, and I love power like they pop. Were consi- like people, they got mad at them when they did Dynasty, which had I Was Made For Loving You on it, which was a disco song. It was like, they weren't heavy. They were never heavy metal. Right. They were always like pop music that just pop, had like kind of a A, a rock costume. vibe to it. Yeah. It, um, they've got a lot of good songs. Yeah. They got a lot of crap, like every band, but they got a lot of great songs. I'm going to try to get into Kiss. Do yourself that favor. And then, <laughs> and then go, you know what? Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> Do whatever you want. And, and you know what? Try, try start with the best of. Best of? Yeah, try, start with one of those. Best of's always scare me. Feel Why? Like, it's because a simpler I feel like a best of, like the last 40% is newer stuff. No, they're not doing that. They're not doing not, that? That, that? That is not the way Kiss rolls. <laughs> I feel like if I got a best of Kiss that was produced in like 1985, I would probably be good. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I'm going to look into that. Yeah. What am I? Oh, the thing I'm recommending today, of what course. Is it? Is Brazil Nuts on the Beach? Of course. I mean, what else could I recommend? Right. I also like the movie Afterlife. You ever heard of this? The Japanese movie? No. Beautiful movie. Really a beautiful movie about uh, being dead. I've never seen it. It's really a nice movie. I can recommend that. All right. Okay. This is how we play Gift or a Curse. I'm going to name What is it called? After. Oh, the game? Not the movie, the game. <laughs> First of all, the movie's called Afterlife. Let's just say it again. The game is called Gift or a Curse. Gift or a Curse? Yes. All right. I'm going to name three things. And I got and, okay. You have to tell me if they're a gift or a curse Love and it. why. Oh. And then I'll tell you if you're right or wrong because there are correct answers. There can't be. Oh, there certainly can. All right. Okay, number one. This is uh, from a listener named Rebecca. Rebecca wants to know, gift or a curse, scary movie trailers with full jump scare scenes playing before a movie that is not scary. Boy, oh boy. You know, it's interesting because my son will, le- my son hates scary movies. 
So he will leave if if one of those comes on, mm-hmm. he will go. Uh, he will leave the theater. Wow, that's dedication. So for him, I guess it's a curse. Mm-hmm. But I don't even know if it's a. I can't even. I, but for me, who I do like those sort of movies, I don't know if it's a gift either. Oh, I don't. I think it's a curse because I don't want to know where the jump scares are going to be. Oh, interesting. So I'm going to go. I'm going to. I'm going to land on curse. Wrong. Damn it to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 0 for 1. They're a gift. I Why love, are they a it's gift? It's a fun little free scare in front of uh, Trolls 3. Uh, I'm not sure that in front of Trolls 3. <laughs> uh, I love if a, if a trailer can scare me. I mean, they've done a good job because usually trailers don't scare you. All right. I mean, uh, the one I can really think of that really scared pretty much everyone was for The Nun. Do you remember this? The Nun or The Nun 2? Just The Nun. This was in like 2019. Oh, they I, were don't, playing, I don't remember it. They had... A, essentially just one scene from the movie, I think, that ended with a jump scare that terrified everybody. Yeah. I love it. And also, I love uh, people aren't prepared for that. They're learning a little lesson about themselves. <laughs> We're all going through something emotionally together. Right. It's an excellent You've thing. You've talked me into gift. Okay, wonderful. You've talked me into it. Okay, uh, number two. This is from someone named Peter. Peter suggested saying you read a book to, to describe having listened to the audiobook. Gift or a curse? Well, that's a gift. Why? Eh? I don't like the way you said why, like I'm already wrong. It's a gift because you did read the book, but he's saying the gift is lying to somebody? What's the, what, what am I? He's wondering if you, if people saying, oh, I read the book, and then you find out later that they checked out the CDs at the library, and you're, he thinks that uh, that's. Oh, oh yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change my answer. It's a curse, because then I got to hear that guy talk about that book. And I don't, <laughs> don't want to hear about anybody talking about their book, whether they read it or listened to it. So it's a curse. That's a curse. Oh, wrong. Wrong again. <laughs> I, I think it's a gift. You've read the book. You did the work. However you get the book into your brain, Wait, but now you're changing it, though. You're saying, I thought I was the person listening to the person talk about the book. It's a curse to me. It's a gift to you. As far as the game rules go, it's a gift. Uh. (laughs) Okay, zero out of two so far. We hate to hear it. It's just the worst thing I've ever seen. Uh, This is the worst performance in the history of the game. Actually, no. A few people have lost. There are a few people have lost. Okay. Uh, But you might not lose. I don't know. I Here's don't... Uh, Eric. Eric suggested gift or a curse grocery stores that play a thunderstorm sound effect before misting the produce. That's a gift. Why? Because what a joy. What a joy <laughs> that somebody went out of their way to say we got a little show for you. That's a show. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's cucumbers in a show. I'm in. <laughs> if I'm wrong on this one, I'm walking. I'm not kidding. I'm leaving the premises. The same way I went at a, at a car dealership. I can't argue with that. Okay, good. What a delight. Yes. I've never gotten to experience it. Me neither. Because so that's a problem. But uh, maybe what grocery stores are doing this? I don't know, but I want to go there. That sounds incredible. Yes. I mean, the one problem I see is I feel like every section of the grocery store should have a sound effect. A little theme. But, oh, I'd be thrilled. They should have lightning going. Well, they should flash the lights. Do you think there should be a little Italian music in the pasta and sauces aisle? I've, a little Frank Sinatra. No, I don't want that. <laughs> That's the last thing. Going back to our the last thing I want. Maybe just some ambiance. I don't need to hear. But what are they playing your on husband the cereal? His mouth. What about the cereal? Something, something fun. Something, something jaunty. Fun. Yeah, it's a peppy for, song. For the kids. I could go for. It. I mean, that grocery store is probably a racket at this point. There's too much noise. Too many conflicting sounds. Yeah, but if you're walking down that aisle, they've got enough speakers set up, and all you hear is the that ambient. Music. It's got to be fun. It's an experience. Yeah. 
I, it's a gift. Absolutely Think about when gift. you're at Disneyland mm-hmm. and you're just walking around, and then the second you walk into Frontierland, you hear that music. You didn't hear it right. a foot and a half away from it. The second you step in, you hear it. Same with the aisles. Disney should get into the grocery business. I'd like to see them expand. They're having a tough time. Drop everything. <laughs> Go into the... Yeah. Good call. I would shop at a Disney grocery store. Actually, it would probably be... It would absolutely devastate you financially. It would be too expensive. I'd go once. Yeah, it would be a fun little experience. Yes. That's an idea for Disney to continue ripping people off. Go for it. Mm. Okay, you got one out of three. Bad. Uh, Not a good job. That's it? Yeah, unfortunately. uh, So you knew when I was 0 for 2, I couldn't win. And you said you could still win. You gave me false Did hope. Did I say you could still win? Yes. No, I, what I meant to say is you can still not walk away a complete mess. All right. Well, I'll accept that then. Which is a little win. Is it's it? kind of a little win. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm going to leave here on a high because you said I was a good-looking man. I'm still, I'm still on that. <laughs> you're taking a couple things away with this, and you're leaving a vacuum. I am leaving a very expensive gag gift. <laughs> okay. This is the final segment of the podcast. Okay. It's called I Said No Emails. People write in to I said no gifts at gmail.com with whatever questions they want, problems, blah, blah, blah. They want answers. Okay. Will you help me answer a question? More than happy to. Okay. Let me get into the doc here. Opening, opening, opening. Sounds like it's recess at the moment. It is currently recess. I wonder if the uh, listener will be able to hear recess. What do you think, Annalise? So they're hearing the, the joy of children's laughter. What an incredible benefit of this podcast. What other podcast has the joy of children's laughter? None. None. Just the Playground podcast? Maybe? That would be it. <laughs> okay. Hosted uh, by some creep, right? <laughs> some guy sits in his car and records. He's just recording from I'm his van. I'm at elementary now, yeah. You know what? That's not a bad idea. I'm going to pitch it. I'm going to bring it over to <laughs> That's going to be the next exactly right. podcast. Right? Crime's on the way out. <laughs> now it's like... Active crime. Active. You're committing gonna... a crime yes. while doing the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Truer crime. Um, okay, this is Dear Bridger and Delightful Guest. That's very nice. That's me. Thank you. Uh, I am an administrator at a university, and I supervise six employees. My salary is not hugely larger than theirs, but I still feel I should give holiday gifts to people I directly supervise. I am financially able to give them all gifts in the area of 30 dollars a piece, uh, since this will come from my personal money. What should I give? My own past supervisors often gave me $25 Starbucks gift cards, but that feels both impersonal and self-serving since caffeine is mostly a prerequisite for working. I would love to give them all significant raises, and I do give them good reviews, but ultimately salaries are determined by our budget and HR offices, so compensation is not in my control. It sounds like they're dodging blame here. Uh, what is an appropriate and inexpensive gift for six employees that says, I appreciate you uh, and our department would fall apart without you and none of us are paid enough, but here's a little holiday cheer. Well, okay, that if, I, if I've ever seen a run-on sentence, uh, I hope this person's not in charge of the English department. Thanks, Julie. Julie has six employees. Julie obviously is like... Uh, saying a bunch of bad stuff about her past supervisors. Yeah. They didn't give thoughtful enough gifts to Julie. So she's got kind of a high opinion of herself. And she's got about, what, 60 or 30 times six is $180. $180. $180-ish dollars for the six employees. What do you give your employees? Do you give your employees any money or any gifts for we Christmas? We do give them a Christmas bonus. Oh, yeah. oh, you give a bonus. The bonus is such a wonderful feeling. Yeah, we give them a, a nice Christmas bonus. Uh, I will say in Julie's case, uh, based on that email, maybe just a day of silence would be a gift. Because <laughs> good Lord, that was, 
a lot. Um, <laughs> I will speak. I will say. I will say this. I will never. I. It may be impersonal. It may. If you want to give me a twenty-five dollar Target card, oh, I, I will never not like that. I love it. And 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 I get. I bet you her employees will feel the same way. Who doesn't want that? It feels great. It feels great. I think as a society, we finally moved on to say gift cards are great. They're great. There's nothing wrong with a gift card. I don't feel like it's impersonal. I just think, oh, you have a life that you're living and you can't constantly dedicate yourself to thinking about my every one of my interests. Or bopping around to, uh, Bridger likes music. I'll go to the record store and get him something. You know, uh, Annalise likes T-shirts. I'll go to the store and get her that. Right. Right? I've got other things to I've do. I've got other things to do. I've got a, I've got a department to run. <laughs> I think the gift card's a win, and I know it's impersonal. I don't care. I don't think it's impersonal anymore. I think it's a wonderful gift. How about you go to a nice, like a local fun restaurant then and get the gift cards there? Wonderful. Then it's a little more specific. It's you know, not coffee. You know what else is nice, although the, the money doesn't cover it, is a uh, massage. Oh, yeah. A massage I mean, gift a $30 card. massage is not... You're in the middle of the mall. That's uh, probably a mall massage. That, that, in that weird chair. You're, in that weird you're chair. You're not even laying down. Next to like the ear-piercing pagoda. Right. Uh, that's not a place you want to get a massage. But a, a massage, what a gift. It's a nice gift. You know what you do? She's got $180, gives one of the employees a $100 massage, and then the rest of them get kind of crummy gifts. And now they're competing with each other. Love and they're it. all trying to do a better job. Why did you get that? Wait, wait, say it again? Uh Why'd you get that? Oh, yeah, be, why'd you get that? That would be what, some, what, what did be, I do wrong I was doing a character. I didn't mean to throw you. I, 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 I was trying to do some character work all of a sudden. <laughs> Suddenly, I'm questioning everything. Yeah. Uh, no, I think that's a great way, a strategy to yeah. keep your employees on their toes. Love it. $100 to local massage parlor. Maybe not a parlor. <laughs> no, not a parlor. <laughs> or maybe a parlor. Actually, that's going to get Julie fired. Yeah, legit. Legit. Yeah, legit. What do you call that? A massage center? A spa. A spa. I think a spa. Yeah. Spa day. And then she's got $80 for uh, five other, other five. people. And they're getting crummy gifts. Yeah, about 18 bucks each. Yeah, and they're all... And then they're kind of working to get that other person out of a job. There's something to watch for the next year. You yeah. get to watch them fight amongst each other. But that's a perfect gift. I think it's wonderful. I think we've answered Julie's that's, question. Let me be clear. I would welcome an $18 Target gift card. <laughs> I who, would five dollars. Look, I can put it towards something. I don't care. I get excited when the pharmacist said, "Oh, you've just done your tenth uh, prescription. Here's a five dollar uh, coupon." It feels great. Yes, anything. Fifty anything. cents might be who doesn't like an free, inconvenience. Free money. Can you put fifty cents on a gift card? I don't think you can go that low. That would be insulting. I think it'd be a, you'd, you'd be making a statement. Yeah, it would be. You certainly be <laughs> you're making saying a statement. something about yourself and the and person, person you're giving it yeah. to. <laughs> Okay, well, Julie's got her answer, okay. and her employees are now fighting with each other, yeah. and the department is in chaos. And Julie has uh, some; she's probably bored with her job. She's writing into a podcast for answers. She clearly needs something to do at length. At length, yeah. <laughs> this is probably two hours of work she's getting paid Could've for. Been. Wow, Julie, uh, you're welcome. Wow, Jimmy, we've done it. We've done it. I've gotten two gifts. One of them's very valuable. One's a backup in case the my other photo goes missing or. Something Float, happens floats to Floats away in a, in a flood. <laughs> in a flood, it easily could. Put that a high up. Put that on a high up shelf, if you would, please. <laughs> I'll put that on the ceiling. I'm going to tape that to the ceiling put or something. Put it up there. Wow, I've had such a nice time with you. I have enjoyed every second of this. Thank you for the gifts. Thank you for being here. My honor. Thank you for having me. And now the podcast is over. So See ya. <laughs> listener, the podcast, you can tell, is screeching to a halt. You've got to do something else. You've got to... 
you finish whatever you were doing, stop mowing the lawn. You're, I mean, it's absolutely mud at this point. You've destroyed your yard. You've done too much. Move on. We'll talk to you soon. I love you. Goodbye. I Said No Gifts is an Exactly Right production. It's produced by our dear friend Annalise Nelson, and it's beautifully mixed by Ben Tolliday. And we couldn't do it without our guest booker, Patrick Kotner. The theme song, of course, could only come from miracle worker Amy Mann. You must follow the show on Instagram at I Said No Gifts. I don't want to hear any excuses. That's where you get to see pictures of all these gorgeous gifts I'm getting. And don't you want to see pictures of the gifts? Well, I invited you here. I thought I made myself perfectly clear. You're a guest in my home You gotta come to me empty-handed I said no gifts Your presence is presence enough And I already had too much stuff So how do you dare disobey me? Follow I Said No Gifts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I really don't care. Just don't miss an episode. And if you like what you hear, rate and review the show. It's the least you can do. It really is. It's the bare minimum. Visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase I Said No Gifts merch. What a wonderful way to support the show. Support the show!